We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thursday, along with Bob Pesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, B-Dub, producing. It is time for my Survivor Pick, brought to you by DirecTV's NFL Sunday Ticket. Here's where we stand now, heading into this week. Alex and I are now tied. Each have a strike. Look, last week, I had a lot of faith in the Chiefs going to Cincinnati and getting a win. Was talking a lot of junk all week. The revenge factor was strong. They were going to go into Cincinnati and they were going to avenge those two losses. Petty Mahomes was going to be back. Chris Jones was going to sack the quarterback. And the Chiefs were going to go into Cincinnati and get a win. I firmly believe that. So much so that I'm like, hey, survivor pick, let's go. Boom, let's go. Throw you it came out there. in with the I energy. still had the Chiefs to pick. Fundamental, though, mistake of playing Survivor is, is going with your heart. What you do is you pick the easiest game on the schedule of the teams you have available, the one that's going to surefire win. But much smarter to save the Chiefs for, say, I don't know, this week or next week. Chiefs at Houston has got to be the easiest game on the docket that week, right? But I went out there and I planted my flag, and now I've let Alex back into this thing, which wasn't also smart either. I applaud you for doing that, though, Josh. You did the right Should've thing. Should have worked. Doggone it. You did the right thing. If Travis Kelsey doesn't have that fumble, and again, I'm not putting it all on Travis, but that's the turning point of the game. Chiefs win by 11. You yeah. look like a genius yeah. today. Yeah. One play in that game. And that's why, again, like micro versus macro, like everybody losing their minds over whether or not we're still the best team in the NFL and all that kind of stuff. Take away that fumble, which you can't do. But the Chiefs win by 11. The Chiefs win right. going away, in my opinion, in that game. But in, but in Survivor, you are supposed to take the one that's the most obvious win. Right. So you going with the Raiders I don't tonight? Know, I don't know which one that was last week necessarily, but um, I had plenty of teams available. I could have saved the Chiefs for at Houston. Mm-hmm. If I needed to throw the knockout at that point in time, right? It's a good point, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so this week, getting back on the horse, going to continue to defend my title from a season ago. I don't think I, I don't think I dropped the game last year. So this is the first loss in two years, I believe. 
I think I ran the table last year without a strike. Oh, look at you. Um, so this year I do have a strike. Uh, Seattle over Carolina Sunday afternoon at home. Okay. It's time to take uh, Geno Smith and the Seahawks over Carolina on uh, on Sunday afternoon in Seattle. Carolina's traveling across the country. They're not very good. Um, Seattle's still battling for a, for a playoff spot. That feels like the pick to me. Seattle will be my survivor pick this week. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Alex picked Seattle last week. So he and I will have different picks again uh, this week, heading into another week of uh, Survivor, brought to you by DirecTV and NFL Sunday Ticket. Uh, 913-586-7610. You know what? Real quick, on back onto that one. I, I go back to what, you know, I guess it was Danon that says you can't get out of your skis on Tuesday. You and I were way over oh, our skis geez, on yes, Tuesday. Yeah, we yeah. should have listened to Danon. Can, can, he, he talked about how fired up he had been before for for uh, kind of revenge games and whatever. And there was one time he, he distinctly remembered he was just all like frothing at the mouth. And then ran out of the Chiefs facility and realized it was Thursday. Thursday, and he's yeah. like, "Ooh, I got to dial, got to dial back a notch I still here. Got Friday, got to pace, pace yourself to get to that, get to that game." But no, by by Tuesday, it was, we were probably feeling it. Okay, yeah, it was probably like a game over text on like Tuesday. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know? oh yeah, yeah. Uh, make your perfect meal. Okay. Build your perfect meal in Kansas City. It's holiday time. You want to go right. out? And, go out and chow down a little bit. So if you were to build your perfect meal from all of whatever, whatever is at your disposal in Kansas city, uh, what would it be? And I, I saw this and it kind of like got me going on this because like one of the Philadelphia cheesesteak places, Geno's is opening like a satellite location in a virtual food hall. I'm like, what the, first of all, what the hell is a virtual food hall, right? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either, but I was like, oh, okay. That's like the perfect like meal for Philadelphia is the cheesesteak. I know a lot of us get upset when every time they come back from break on commercial, they're showing the guys in the parking lot tailgating and barbecue. I saw a story the other day that from Philadelphia that was like, for the first time ever, they didn't explain the cheesesteak to people. And people in Philadelphia are like, finally, we don't have to explain what a burnt end is or what a cheesesteak is. I'm like, it's funny how you get kind of defined by who you are with that with that certain food that, that, that is out there. Just like, you know, barbecue is the defining food here in Kansas City. So I saw, well, Geno's is expanding a little bit. Maybe they're, uh, they're taking on a little bit of a new approach. But then I thought, like, what would be the perfect meal if you could combine an appetizer, a salad... A meal and a dessert, which would be your perfect meal in Kansas City? And you, um, my friend, did not follow the instructions. Why? <laughs> you got salad? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. I need a salad. I don't... What is this roughage you speak <laughs> of? What salad. is this green stuff that's sitting around here, right? And so for me, for me, I'm starting with the Cajun butter chicken wings from Smokehouse. I'm doing a Caesar salad from Lydia's. I'm getting the chicken parm from Jasper's and I'm doing crumble cookies, mm. man. Crumble cookies. All of a sudden they're, they're running like commercials. Now I, I see with Michael Buffer. Have you seen the commercial that they're don't, doing? Don't say it. Okay. Instead of rumble, he's you gotta saying, pay. you got to pay for that. I know. I know. All right. But get you, know, email, you get emails about this every year, right? It's, Don't do it. It's called nope. crumble uh, cookie, uh, right? It's called crumble cookie. You all know how 
that must go when he gets on yep. the screen. We can't which, tell you. We can't, but you know what it is. So that's kind of got my attention. So that's what I would go with. Yours I is, still don't know what a virtual food hall is. I don't either. either. I don't. I, I did click on that story, and they made a big deal. They said it a couple times they're, they're moving into this virtual food hall. Right. Like, what is a virtual food hall? Maybe it's just online where you can go and order, and then they virtually bring it to you, and you pretend to eat it. I don't know. Well, it's got a location. It's got a brick and mortar. Oh, it so does. So then yeah. how do you have a like, – yeah, the know. whole thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm still on – I was with you, you walk too. walk in, and it's not. It's a bunch of screens. I don't know. Maybe it is. Don't you? I suppose it's just like a little pop-up. Probably maybe they're going to make cheesesteaks at. But. Yeah. Um, uh, for my appetizer, I go cheese curds from Freddy's. No, not mm. in the local, but I love the cheese curds. Hold, from hold, on, hold on a second. Yeah. Well, Freddy's is Wichita. They're kind of local. That's where they're born, right? You're going with cheese curds from Freddy's, but not from Culver's, which is from Wisconsin, the home of right. cheese. No, I like the Freddy's. All ones, right. So All right. All right. Culver's, I don't Culver's much. Um, I'm not doing a salad. Yeah, so. No, you're not. No. I've, I've eaten more salad, but I wouldn't go anywhere and have ah, a, no for, salad. for a salad. I might right. have the salad, but I'm not going over it. I'm, I'm just getting some cheesy corn from Jack Stack. Okay. That's what I'm doing. That's well played. I'm cheesy, I'm cheesy corn. Here. All right. Uh, Skirting for, the rules. Uh, for, uh, for, you know. for my meal, I'm going to uh, to uh, Genghis Khan Mongolian Grill down on Bell Street. Yeah, that was a good spot, oh, man. So I remember going back there. I could day. just eat. All day there. Yeah, that that there is the best of all Just the throw it on buffets. Throw it on that yeah. walk, that thing. Get those knives out there and right. mix it all together. Oh, I love that place. And for uh, for dessert, I'm keeping it simple. I'm going to the Hy-Vee Bakery and getting some chocolate chip cookies, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for whole, you. Give me that whole package. That's what I'm going for dessert. Very it's going to head to the Hy-Vee Bakery. One. There you go. What do you got there, B-Dub? For my appetizer, I am going with the uh, hickory pit beans from uh, Smokehouse, oh. along with so you're going out just with corn, your appetizer, cheesy corn from Jack Stack. Those are going to be my appetizers. Okay, my salad is going to be the scrumptious potato salad from Gates Barbecue. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, that's a good. That's a good workaround. My, you got after me for doing the work around you and right there. Mine has salad in yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my meal is going to be the uh, mixed plate, and we're going to have ham, beef, ribs, fries extra crispy with them seasoned as well with a side of onion rings to go with it um, and a uh, large strawberry pop. And then for dessert. He's ordered that one before. You've ordered yeah, that one. How may I help this you one before? Had that order <laughs> specifically uh, behind it. The first time I did that in front of Josh, Josh looked in amazement like, uh, yeah, what he's having. I'll have that. So you I each could. got your own presidential platter? Oh, the, like the, a mixed plate. Mix plate? I, I didn't get oh, anywhere close to finishing so that good. thing. No, I never brought that home. I'm like, ah. Uh, so good. I, fro- I froze, though, because, you know. Yeah. You still, even if you've been there a lot, I think you still kind of pause a little bit, right? When they high man, oh god, yes, at, at Gates, and and he just goes, but <laughs> like whoa, whoa, whoa mixed wait a plate, heavy uh, on the sauce, heavy on the pickles, fries, extra crispy, season, onion rings on the side, strawberry pop to go. I'm like, I'll have what he's having. All right, so what was your dessert? <laughs> My dessert is going to be the warm carrot cake from Jack Stack. Okay, phenomenal. There you go. Mm. Man's got his food mm-hmm. mind made up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. The cheesy corn at Jack Stack is the best. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's I've tried best. to replicate it, and and I make a damn good cheesy corn. Can't do that. There no. are certain things there's you just really, why, really why bother trying? Just just accept that like theirs is the best, yours is not, and move on. Like people try to replicate recipes all the time. My father in law has been trying to replicate recipes forever. Just go to the restaurant and get it. I like this one. Perfect KC meal. 
from the text line, 913-586-7610. You're going Mexican. Guacamole from El Potro. Tamales from Ponax. Mm-hmm. Enchiladas or burritos from Manny's. There you go. Hot sauce from El Sombro and Clay Como. And probably some... Uh, some sides from uh, Chewies and Rudy's. Okay, I, I, like, that. I like that Some one. Some from any of them. Yeah. Like, wow, that's that's going, working your way down the street would be all, kind of awesome in that whole thing. Right. Right? You just work your way down the same. So good. The same street. You could just done. walk down like 39th and Bell and just go into a bunch of different places there and eat on that restaurant row mm-hmm. down there, too. So mm-hmm. uh, the 816 has mentioned corn nuggets from Smokehouse. Yes. Corn nuggets from Smokehouse. Dip them in the homemade ranch dressing. Game changer. Oof. So it's like a breading with corn. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. like fried corn, that's, and that's, then you dip it in the homemade ranch. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you guys are ordering your last meal. It could be part Maybe. of it as well. Maybe. Yeah, you never know. Perfect yeah. could be last. You, you Every know. meal may be your last meal. You, you don't know, know if you're going to see another meal. You don't know if lunch is going to be there. Uh, Casey Pretzel Boys Pretzel Bites with Jalapeno Cheese for the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else went Jack Stack Cheesy Corn. <laughs> so you double salad. I like Set that. Set of salads. Right. Right? Casey Strip Medium Rare. Fairway Creamery for ice cream afterwards. Okay. I like that as well. Yeah. 913-586-7610. Let's be hungry together. Build your perfect uh, Kansas City meal. Uh, There may be a royal you like on the block. Next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 730. Man, I start smiling when you talk about Kansas City fan base. This fan base, I mean, compared to none, this is, this is number one for sure. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch minimum of four lines for 25 dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due 35 dollars per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For the text line at 913-586-7610, we have a queen, it looks like, mattress and box spring, right-hand side of the road, heading south on I-29 by the airport. Sheets look to still be intact, no stains visible. Wow. 
So a mattress with sheets? Wow. That's Today's a, one of those interesting get. days, though, because it's starting to rain, so you need to yeah, get you need to this. Hurry. Yeah, yeah. You need to hurry. Uh, you continue to build your meals as well. There was one that just made me laugh. It said, no salad. <laughs> Went through the whole meal. I'm like, no salad. Onion rings from High Boy. Bacon cheddar burger, no mayo from uh, Backyard Burger. No salad. No salad. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Nope. No salad. No salad allowed. So all was quiet at the uh, the winter meetings for the Royals. Right. And in the midst of all that food conversation, we did get a text from somebody asking, how come the Royals haven't done anything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Because we're all kind of thinking the same thing. Um, but 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 can I counter it real fast and go, well, they have done something. They have a new general manager. They have a new manager. They're going to have three new voices in the organization when it comes to pitching. That's a lot. I think in one off season. Yeah. yeah, the roster isn't different. So, but what you're essentially telling everybody is that the problem isn't the players; it was the message to the players. Yeah, so you got to go from fix the them. coaches. Go fix them. Um, as far as uh, trades, um, JJ Bacolo telling the Star yesterday, we're very interested in doing it. The hard part's finding a partner. Right. At least in our experience so far, what we'd like to do isn't necessarily what the other club would like to do. So trying to find that marriage of their needs and our needs, and then agree on players. We haven't made a lot of production in that sense this week. Right. Hopefully we're laying some groundwork for weeks to come, months to work. But okay. also hasn't hasn't ruled out kind of standing pat. If there's a trade that makes sense, they'll do it. If not, they might not. They may want to trade, but again, trading in baseball just doesn't happen that much anymore. It's not like it was when we were kids growing up where you boom, 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 and winter meetings were just trade after trade after trade. Like, it doesn't really happen that much anymore. Well, so, we're, Well, we're still living in the recent enough vintage where we're like, oh, stuff got, groundwork got laid for James Shields. Right, you know, yeah, those, right. Those types of things, and hopefully some of those conversations could happen that could turn something. Look, I didn't, I, I really didn't want them to go into this and, and sign any really any free agent pitchers. None, none of the free agent pitchers excited me that were in their price range. Right. And then I quickly, I felt like even the middle ones were out of their price range. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just not even, don't even dip your toe in that. And out of their price range, and how much better do they really make you? Like the, the Aaron Judge thing is interesting too because he signs that big contract. You could make the case that the Yankees are worse as a team today than they were when the season ended. I mean, they lost Jamison Tyon. They need a pitcher, right? Like, Correct. You could make that case that they are not as good a team as the team that ended last season. And they have enough the Astros. resources now based on how much they've spent for Aaron Judge. The Yankees, right? they got all the resources. Yeah, I mean, the if they want right? to. But yeah. you, you've said that even even oh, Hal, Hal, Ste- yeah. Hal Steinbrenner would like to curb the spending a little bit. Yeah, so. I think I think all owners would like to curb that spending a little bit. But when you got Steve Cohen, who's out there spending money like it's nobody's business, you, you got to keep up. And New York's a tough place because if you're Hal Steinbrenner, well, you can't lose out to the Mets. Like, they fight over the back page of the New York Post, right? They, they want to be the most important team in the city. So you're going to have, like, a, a spending frenzy. That's why we need to have a salary cap and a salary floor to kind of narrow all this stuff down. But I, I think... Let me start with how my thought process began on this one. I, I was working out at the J yesterday, check my phone after the workout, which, by the way, I see people now putting their phones in the window of the sauna and whatnot and going inside and watching through the window. With what? The, yeah. I saw that. 
Can you just put your phone down for 10 minutes when you're taking a steam? You don't want to take it in there because it'll get too much moisture in there. Right. So you got to leave it out and watch something that's on the outside. Outside of the window. That's weird. It, right? I've seen this a lot wow. lately, right? That's I'm a like, thing, what is huh? going on here? All right. So anyway, because you got your earbuds in and you're sitting inside and the, the phone. Yes. I've seen phones lined up with people. Inside, uh, like, are you that addicted? So they put, right? <laughs> so before I get to the other thing. So there's like a wall that accommodates this? Well, it's like a windowsill. Right? Yeah, like the windows. So everybody just leans their phone yeah, on the windowsill and like then goes in the sauna. And goes in the sauna and sits there. And I'm That's like, oh weird. my God. How do you know That's which weird. phone is yours? What are you watching here? Uh, so <laughs> I, I finish up the J yesterday, get my phone out, and I got a text from somebody. And it says, I hear that the Royals have called and, and are interested in Tucker Barnhart, to which my response was similar to everybody else's. Who? Heard of him. I'm like, who? And they said, well, he's a backup catcher that I think with the Reds, maybe, and the Tigers or something like that. And immediately I went, Backup catcher. Well, we've got Salvi. We've got MJ. Unless you're thinking about trading one of those two guys, does does that guy fit into your your plans? And then I started to think a little bit about MJ Melendez and where he is right now. And he's a valuable trade chip right now for this Royals organization because he can play many different places. He's got a lot of controllable years left in him. And he's good enough where I think a lot of teams go, I can get a lot, we can get a lot back in return for MJ Melendez. He's a nice trade chip. And I think also the fact that he's a Boris client, I just feel like, Josh, going forward, the Royals are probably going to take a little bit different of an approach than what we saw Dayton Moore take with these Boris clients. And that was pay them a little bit early, buy out some arbitration years, make good in hopes that you're going to get something at the back end, right? And for all the goodwill that Dayton did with all these Boris clients over the years, when did we ever get anything in return for that, right? You thought maybe if you paid Hosmer early, he would decide to stay here. No, he went molten hot lava of talent. Right. Same with Moose. We got an extra year out of Moose because the market was bad that year. Yeah. But he wouldn't have stayed here. And so you gave all this extra money really at a time when you didn't need to, right? To Hosmer and Moose, buying out arbitration years, hoping you would get something good at the back end. But also I, I like the I like the incentive of that. Like I'm gonna play harder for you. Maybe I do and, like and that. maybe that does. Uh, you can't, quantif- you yeah, can't quantify right. that. It's hard to it's hard to tell. But like I, I'm gonna play I'm going to play harder. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it does. Sure. Maybe there is a little and bit of a And you hate to say that, like, that, right? shouldn't they want to play harder? Well, you know, everybody needs a little financial motivation every once in a while to get them, you know. Right. Get you, get you up to speed, right? So uh, why would that be any different to me for a, a, a player who's producing at a level of others that have, you know, say, four or five years more experience? And so they're due to get paid. I mean, baseball system's stupid, right? Right. I mean, in that regard, it's 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 dumb. We've set up the system where we're not paying you in your early years of your contract for what you're probably really producing. Like right. Aaron Judge. You'd mentioned Aaron Judge had made $36 million. 34, Josh. 30, Let's not give I'm him sorry, two yeah, extra sorry. million. $34 million up to yesterday. Right. He had earned. I mean, it's, it's a silly system. Yeah. When you think of it. It really is. You, did you get your $34 million worth out of it? Yeah, you certainly did. Right. Um, and now he's making forty a year. Right. So it, it is a little bit backwards. Right. But. So so it's, it's crazy the way it goes. But. As we know, with Boris clients, they're not signing early, right? He's taking all of those guys to free agency. When was the last time we won a free agent battle in baseball? (laughs) Kansas City. Doesn't happen. Boris usually goes to the highest bidder. That's just the way it is, right? So what's better for the Royals right now? Keeping MJ Melendez and seeing him to the end of his contract and getting a comp pick or trading him now when his value's high 
and getting a bunch of high-level prospects back to help you build an organization that can win going forward. I think it is to probably trade MJ. And I think right now, MJ Melendez, next to Salvador Perez, who I still think is a valuable trade chip, I'm I'm thinking MJ Melendez may be your most valuable piece right now that you can flip and help start turning this organization around. Because let's just say Salvi's here for good, which I think he probably is. But when he retires, you think MJ is going to be the guy that steps in. He's going to be about ready to reach free agency. MJ Melendez will never be that guy here in Kansas City like Salvi is. Now is the perfect time to trade him. He's still got five more years, basically, of controllable salary and all that uh, that stuff that people like to look at in Major League Baseball. You can get a haul back in return because of the controllability that you have, and you can start building your organization and start winning right away because by the time you really need MJ Melendez, he's going to be a free agent. He can be gone going to San Diego. He's got some value, too, positionally. That's what I'm saying. He can do a lot. Yeah. Like- I don't know if you think he's an everyday catcher. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what people think of that. But his versatility would play in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. He's, he's a. To me, he feels like to me like a guy that a lot of organizations would have already traded. Yeah. He's he's the uh, he's the the catcher behind Jorge Posada. Correct. There was there was one. Yeah, oh God, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Yeah. Deonor like, Navarro was yeah, the okay. guy. Yeah, that you remember like well there's no place to he's a catcher there's no place to play him and I feel like well they've they made him a little bit versatile but a lot of organizations might have already traded because like well Salvador Perez isn't going anywhere this and by the time Salvi retires there's gonna be another catcher right, somewhere, this guy's right? getting this guy's getting blocked anyway he'd probably be he'd probably be uh, dealt anyway so uh, to me it's it's kind of an inter- interesting dynamic look to to really advance it do they have to move some pieces yeah they do yeah um, yeah that one that one makes sense I I would like to see how his career goes here but if he's part of a package i i, I do get it well, you get four got, or five guys value. in arms back in return that you need you need pitching you need pitching you need pitching every team needs pitching not just the royals every team needs it but some player teams will look at you know mj and realize well he's he's part of our future he's you know the player we need he'll sign here long term because we have the money to pay a boris guy and, and and i think that's just the way it is like these boris clients are nice on the surface and it's great but you never get anything in return for these not guys. This, well, it's not, tough in this, in this market. market. In this market, tough, I'm talking about, this right? You spend Basically, all this money developing these guys and bringing them up and all this guy's and stuff, and then they bounce. The and he's, he's, gonna, yeah. There's no loyalty. There's no, hey, man, we appreciate what you did for our guy. We're, We're staying. Texas right? and San Diego and <laughs> right. L.A. and the Angels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know, you, I know. you know exactly where they're going. Yeah. So, you know, that that's why I think, and, and his controllable salary, he's attractive, he's young, he, he's a guy that I think can bring you a lot back in return. Look, I think, my opinion on this is this. This team is open for business with the exception of Bobby Witt, who I believe they are going to do everything they possibly can to keep him in Kansas City long term, and Brady Singer. Other than that, I believe the door is open for this organization to go out there and move anybody in it except those two guys. Now, as JJ had mentioned, you got to find the right trade and the right partner right. what have you. And right. some of those, and that's becoming harder to, to do. Come have it come to fruition, but it seems as if what you're saying is everything's on the table. Everything. I think everything, but it's singer, not a, it's not a fire sale, right? No, it's not a sale. It's it's, but they're going to, Look at every single scenario. Right. And oh, we, that's fair. We've got to get better. We we cannot fall in love with guys on a team that lost 97 games. We just can't. And so everybody, I believe everybody but Bobby Witt and, and Brady Singer are being discussed. Uh, join us Friday, January 13th. Cinder Block Brewing in North Kansas City. Starting at 6, we're going to tap the uh, the playoff Pilsner. That's right. The playoff beer is back. Come on out to the party. 
Friday, January 13th. Put that on your calendar. We're going to have a whole lot of fun at Cinderblock Brewing in North Kansas City starting at 6 o'clock. Um, I heard the the Bills presser yesterday, and I thought, hmm, this has got some big-time fallout with Von Miller next. Tesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtis, joins the show every Friday at 7.30. Yes! On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Desmond Ritter is going to be the new quarterback in Atlanta now. They're going to make the switch to the rookie. Huh. How they Who doing? Who cares? I know. Why do they have to announce those things, too? Who cares? Like, why do teams have to announce that? I don't know who that is. We're going to make the switch to our rookie quarterback. Well, good for you. You're the Atlanta Falcons. No one cares. After the bye week, we're going to come back with this guy. He's our guy. Hey, good luck to you. Best of luck. Not from uh, the Rappaports and the Schefters who were fighting over that one this morning. I heard the uh, the uh, the Bills newser yesterday involving uh, their announcement about Von Miller, and I thought Sean McDermott's tone was like super super somber. Oh my gosh, yes. Like again, it's big injury, but if you know, you take your cues from your head coach, and are they going to be like sulking around the facility? I hope so. An update, uh, Vaughn uh, underwent surgery yesterday. It was uh, exploratory type of surgery, and it turned out that he uh, he got a uh, ACL uh, repair in there. So he'll be out for the year uh, as an update for you guys. Very unfortunate situation uh, for Vaughn, obviously, in our team. Uh, we care for him, obviously, like, in, like we would any player. Uh, we know how much this means uh, to him in terms of playing and, and being with the team. So we look forward to getting him back. Uh, obviously off the field for the rest of the season and, and his leadership. And we're certainly thinking about him as he recovers here. You have every right to be sad if you're a Bills fan. But I thought, wow, he looked kind of depressed. He was looking down. Seemingly he was looking down at notes, but there weren't any notes there. And he was just sitting at the the microphone and kind of looking down and mm-hmm. describing that, yeah, Vaughn had Vaughn's out. This could be a very, well, it's a very devastating, like, football injury, but I'm just wondering about, like, psyche and morale. This may this may test the Bills, like, big time. This is where the importance of a good head coach comes into play. And what I mean by that is a good head coach doesn't let you get down and doesn't let an injury like this destroy the rest of the season. The Bills obviously hold the number one seed. They're still in position to be the number one seed. Von Miller is a fantastic football player, and it does crush those hopes. But what you saw there from Sean McDermott was doom and gloom. I go back to when Trent Green got his knee shredded and Dick Vermeil cried that night, right? That was really the first time I think a lot of people had seen Dick Vermeil cry. But the one thing that he said was that, We're going to rally around Kurt Warner and we're going to be a good football team. 
and they won the Super Bowl that year. And maybe he did that afterwards. Maybe uh, McDermott did that later. Maybe, but maybe he did. I just, but I didn't when see I saw any the of presser, that. and he, I obviously nobody knew this was coming, and he started with it. I thought, wow, he looks really somber and sad. Right, and, and you take your cues from that. You take your cues from your leaders. I mean, like if if an injury happens in Kansas City, we just move on and go. Andy's got this. Andy's going to handle this. It's going to be okay because Andy's that kind of leader. When you're the leader of an organization, and bad things happen you got to be the strongest person in that organization. That's why you're the leader of that organization. That's why you are in charge. you got to be stronger. Like when, you know, just be a mom or a dad. Bad things are happening at home. Somebody, you know, gets hurt. Somebody loses a job. Whatever the case may be, you got to be strong for your kids. They're counting on you. And that's where the head coach comes into play, right? It's not about the X's and O's. It's about handling stuff like this. And if Sean McDermott can't get out of the funk – and can't move forward because of this injury. Well, there are 53 other guys on the team that are probably going to take their cues from him as well and walk around and go, oh, God, I can't believe it. We're screwed without Von Miller because we all saw the difference he made here in Kansas oh, City. Massive, massive. He's the reason they won that football game. He's the reason the uh, Bills won that game. He that was amazing. Like the, the piece you go and get when you're going to win it all. Right. Like what he yeah, did in that game, that's what I want Chris Jones to be doing in big games, playing like that. Okay. A lot of people on the text line were saying, oh, Chris Jones gets double. Stop making excuses for Chris Jones. Big players make big plays in big games. Von Miller did that, but he's gone now. But you can't act like, I mean, your dog just got his teeth kicked in like, like, you know, Sean McDermott's doing up there in Buffalo. You got to be the leader and you got to show no cracks and you got to say, we still got this. That's the type of leader you got to be. That's what Dick Vermeil did in St. Louis. They went on to win the Super Bowl. I don't know what's going to happen with Buffalo now. It's going to be real interesting to see. I mean, they've had I think some it crushes them. Yeah, this is this is this is tough for their defense. Good team, good roster, all that. But this was their kind of. I felt like their closer. This would be like Mariano Rivera going yeah. down. And you have nobody to close your, out your, games. Your closer yeah. was here, and now he's gone. Micah Hyde's hurt. You know, you you got a few lumps on defense. I know that uh, one lump or two. Josh Allen throwing that one throw made everybody think he's fine, right? <laughs> but aren't Aren't, aren't we still questioning? I mean, he had an elbow thing going. Yeah. An arm thing going, but he made that one throw, and now it's like, well, wow, he's fine. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the Bills are a team that fades a little bit down the stretch. They got a tough schedule, tougher schedule than the Chiefs, obviously, as well. Down I the mean, stretch you and I have a game. tougher schedule the next five weeks than the Chiefs yeah. do. Chiefs, yeah. Now it's like battling through, just go out and try to play, just go out and try to play well. You know what I mean? Don't look at, don't listen to us. Don't look at the records. Don't Wait. do anything. They gotta they gotta blindfold all these guys for the next five weeks and Correct. say it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's NFL. Anything can happen. Blah, blah, blah. Now they got an easy schedule. The Bills, I I'm curious. Is this one that is this one that gets them? Yeah. Could be. Could be, man. This is a big injury. I just I just I, I look at that and I go, I, I don't know how you're the top team in the AFC now with him out. Still their leading sacker, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And what a devastating! But you, but again, as the coach, you can't you you can't let it bother you. You can cry in you know public, uh, private, but in public, you got hey man, we lost a guy. It happens every day. We got to yep. move on. We got nobody's we gotta, feeling sorry for yep. us. Nobody's licking our wounds. Yep. Nobody's sending us sympathy cards. We got to move on, and we still got a damn good football I thought team. He sounded so sad. Yeah, and looked it looked it even maybe more so. Like the video of him was just looked oh depressed. the video was what gave it away. Yeah, yeah. seeing yeah. him sitting there like Ugh. yeah. It was bad. Hey, man, injuries happen all the time in the NFL. Move on. 
At least, yeah. At least put on Publicly. the front of that. Yeah. Privately, you can cry all yeah. you want. Oh my God, we're screwed. Put on the front of that for your t- for your team. But when you're out there talking to the media, you're talking to the fans, and at times you're talking, talking to, to your, your team. team. Yeah, yeah, for sure you are. You go up there and you set the tone for the team. Right. Uh, meanwhile, there's uh, there's Russell Wilson. And uh, we checked in in Denver earlier this morning with Brandon Cristal of uh, KOA Radio. And uh, he delivered us this gem about Russell Wilson. A lot of his teammates don't know him. He doesn't hang out even in the building. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. A lot of his teammates don't know him. Don't know him. And it's one thing you could say if he doesn't hang out with them outside the facility. So be it. Everybody kind of can go their separate ways once they leave the facility. If they hang out, that's great. But if not, he didn't hang out with people in the facility, like teammates in the facility, that is. He shared us a story about Russell's office. That's right. He's got his own. It's not the bathroom. You can't let Russ have too much power. I think they've already kind of made that mistake unintentionally. It's not they let Russ have too much power. They just let him kind of operate the way he wants, and, and it's become an issue because of where they are record-wise that he has his own office right lots of quarterbacks don't their office is the quarterback room he's had his own office where he has people that work for him and with him that that's where they hang out they don't go to the locker room they don't go to the player areas they're not hanging out in the lunchroom they grab their food but jake heaps is his personal quarterbacks coach he's in the building every day he's got a nutritionist in the building he's got a stretcher in the building and while that's all well and good i think he missed the point of we know that you're working hard. Peyton Manning worked hard. John Elway worked hard. But they also were, quote, unquote, one of the guys. And they were in the locker room when they needed to be. And for Russ, I, I think that he's tried to be in there a little more. And maybe it was coincidence that he's playing Uno when we're in there the other day when, when the media is allowed to be in the locker room. But I've talked to defensive players. So they don't even know him. It's not that they don't like him one way or the other. They're like, we just don't really know the guy. He's off in his office. He's doing his other stuff. And that's fine. But it doesn't give us a chance to really get to know him. It's weird. Isn't that crazy? It's weird. Like they don't not like him. They don't know him. It's not, December. It's not there to hang out in the locker room, even a little bit, other than the other day, which seems totally phony, right? Yeah. He went down and played Uno. Playing Uno in the locker room Just when the a, cameras are there. That yeah. is so fake. And then he went back up to his office. He's got his own stretcher. He's got his own nutritionist, and he's got his own quarterback coach in the building. That's right. Most people have those outside, outside the, building. Of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely have all those people but they don't have offices in the facility. I just don't understand. Other than TB12, I've never heard this. And he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, and he did it a few years down the road where they, you know, gave him a little bit, not from the jump. When I hear that story right there, I feel bad for Nathaniel Hackett because he's getting fired in three weeks, four weeks, whatever it may be. And you're never going to know if he truly is a bad head coach or if he got rust. Oh, Rust. Yeah, okay. R-U-S-S-E-D. Not, not rust. R-U-S-T. Yeah, Rust. Oh, Rust. Okay. He got Rust yeah, yeah, out yeah. of Denver, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or rustled. Maybe I'll say rustled so you don't, you know. Because right now, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett has been given a true opportunity to be that head coach. Or he has been, and he allowed the quarterback to do whatever he wanted, and you can't do that when you're running. Right. Right. All right, Broncos country. That's right. You, you can't do that. When you're running an NFL team, you can't let the quarterback be the boss. You got to be that strong leader. It doesn't look like Nathaniel Hackett's that strong leader, but at the end of the day, we'll never know. Quite honestly, that cat get another opportunity to be a head coach. I don't think so. I don't either. Broncos country. Let's ride. 
That was the best moment of his year. Think he taped that in that office? Probably. He made them come to him. He I'm wasn't just, going down. To I'm the just studio. visualizing. I don't know. I'm just visualizing. But imagine if you essentially had to make an appointment to go see him. Yeah. Because he's upstairs and he's know. got a secretary, right? Didn't, Somebody he didn't say secretary. There. He said nutritionist, stretcher, and quarterback. Hey, quarterback. Wilson. Quarterback guru. But imagine if you have to make, Hackett. make an appointment to go see Mr. Wilson. Hey, we need to talk Mr. about the Wilson game plan. Will see you now. I can fit you in between 215 and 220. Yeah. Everybody else is down in the locker room getting changed and whatever. He's upstairs. I mean, you've seen locker room interactions, right? Guys are changing down there. They're hanging out. They're doing the thing. Coaches will walk through. They'll talk to the guy every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, is yeah. Russell not doing any of that? Like Doesn't when practice like is it. over, does he go to a private shower? Doesn't sound like it. Why do you want that guy on your team? Like it, it is single-handedly the biggest What's the word I'm looking for? It is the worst trade in the history of sports. Be careful, though. It's spicy. There's no other way to put it. <laughs> it one, is the worst trade in the history of sports. That one gets me all the time. Because not only did you, you give up Drew Locke for him and picks, you're also giving a top three pick to Seattle for him because you're so bad. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. Country. That's right. And then, to make it even worse... You gave him $250 million. Unlimited diarrhea. I've seen a lot of people suggesting that, and this was a column written by Mark Kizla as well out in the Denver Post. Russell Wilson should be giving money back to the Denver Broncos. Will he pull a gill mesh? No chance. Because Gil Mesh wasn't a diva. They he realized he was got, done and he didn't want to take any. He could have sat in the bullpen for another $11 million and didn't. I can't believe they got so far ahead on this one. They didn't have to extend him, and they did. They did. It was like a rush to do it. They didn't They didn't read anything. No, they no, didn't no. care. They just they ran out there up, and did it. They set up the building to accommodate him some office space. Which, how do you go away from that? Even the new coach, how do you go away from that? Like, I need you to be one of the guys. I need you to go downstairs and be one of the guys all the time. And you can have these people, but not in the building. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you go away from that if you've already promised if you've already set it up that way? You talking next year with a new yeah. coach? It's gonna be hard to fill that job. I'm I'm not kidding. We you're won't settled, hear about it, but you're gonna hear how many coaches are gonna go, what what are we doing about this guy? And then Brandon went on to say too that it doesn't appear he fits the offense they were trying to run. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. It sounds like the same thing was happening in Seattle. So is he too stubborn not to change and run what a team wants to run that they believe would accentuate his skill set more? That was the rub in Seattle that he wanted to do this, this, and this. And they're like, no, your skill set would you play, you've played better when you've done this, this, and this. And that was the, that was the, that was the, the loggerheads that they had. It sounds like it's almost the same thing in, in Denver. Yeah. Like he wants to do it his way. And you know what? You're the and, coach and now, too, sir, because nobody wants this job. That's what I'm wondering. Is he going to hire the next coach and coordinator? Almost sounds like he has to. They have to find somebody that he can uh, play with. Who this is that? Unlimited. I don't know. Maybe it's former Kansas quarterback Jake Heaps. Oh, oh is the head quarter- coach. quarterback guy. Yeah. yeah, that could be it. But think about that trade, how much you gave up, what that pick has turned into. You extended this guy. New owner comes in and goes, wait, what did we do? We did who? What? Excuse me? I owe how much to who? You're all fired. <laughs> I mean, I, if I'm the new owner, the GM's gone too, man. Here, your history, who pal. Who agreed to this? Who was all part? Who decided that this is what we needed to do? Yeah, you're all gone.
done. Blow the whole thing up and start over. And you're going to have to eat. I, I just don't think Russell Wilson's capable of being an NFL quarterback anymore. Who's going to tell him that? I don't know. He has to have somebody that that he trusts, apparently, that says. Doesn't sound is, like he has a lot this of friends. Is, this, is how, this is how you need to be running, you know. It's how you need to be playing to make you successful. Sound like Pete Carroll couldn't get through to him, right? Maybe it's his wife that has to tell, hey, Russ, man, you got to stop this. You got to go. I've seen most of those videos, and I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> She's on board with the corniness. I but, mean, but who does he trust? Him, so. Who's in his circle? Who, know. You know? Well, I guess, as I'm saying, former Kansas quarterback Jake Eves. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. If that guy gets the head coaching job, Josh Klingler called it. <laughs> I, I, I just can't imagine having that guy on my team. Thank God for Patrick Mahomes. Every day it becomes clearer and yeah. clearer why this guy's the Patrick's best. Patrick's a dude. Hangs out with everybody. He's got the pulse of the entire locker room. Right. He's there. He's accountable. They like him. They'll rally behind him. You know, rally behind a guy that goes and hides in his office. I know. Russell Wilson, man, you're Charlie Sheen in Major League Two. Get over yourself, bro. So if you missed that interview with uh, Brandon Cristal of KOA, you can check it out, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. Also, uh, we checked in with Trey Wingo discussing some uh, some NFL scenarios, including one he had. Maybe Cincinnati you don't have to worry about in the postseason. Maybe they don't get in. They don't get I in. I hadn't thought about yeah. it. Wow. wow. Uh, check that out, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for free. From the 816, y'all have my wife laughing. She now understands why I listen. Unlimited diarrhea. Yeah, that's yeah, probably That's true. It. That's yeah. probably it. It boils down to that. really does. It boils down We're to our sophomoric humor. Yeah. That's By the fine. way, you said new Beavis and Butthead is good? It is. <laughs> if, you need like a, if you need like a break, the new Beavis and Butthead's fantastic. Uh, it's just like it was. Beavis? It's just like it was. Uh, it's so good. Russell? Yeah. You think. <laughs> Russell. Russell does think. Um, Cody and Gold, they come your way next here on 610 Sports Radio. That's a great question. And I don't know if it's, I, I don't, you're welcome. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 